Good evening, and hello to my Newark UPC family. I want to give you a virtual high five or a fist bump or a hug. And I want to say hello to anyone else who is tuning in with us tonight. Would you help me open our devotional this evening in prayer? Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come and gather in your presence, even in this unconventional way. Lord, I ask that you bless those that are hearing tonight this message and the families and the communities that they represent. Help us to be encouraged by your word and strengthened by it and to share it with our neighbor or friend or family member who might also need the encouragement, especially in these uncertain times. We thank you, Lord, that you are our constant in this unpredictable atmosphere and that you are a rock and our foundation. We put our hope and our trust in you. Bless this devotional tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. It feels kind of fun being able to sit down and feel like I'm among my friends tonight because we are certainly in a tumultuous and kind of chaotic environment this past week. I know for Delaware, uh, it was just in one week, just in, within a few days that the atmosphere has totally changed. And I know within our nation, it's changed very rapidly as well. And so whenever I feel chaotic, I seek peace. And probably a better word than seek actually is that I crave peace. As a mom of two toddlers and another bun baking in the oven right now, peace is a rare commodity and chaos is in abundance. So it's like going to the store right now and seeing that empty aisle where probably the toilet paper was or the hand sanitizer, but every other aisle of the store is in great abundance and great stock of inventory. That is my peace to my chaos ratio in my household. But that is actually how I am kind of in a funny way presenting my devotional topic tonight, which is on peace and more specifically peace in the presence of the Lord. So not only am I someone that seeks peace, I am also someone that tries to create peace when it feels chaotic. And uh, last Saturday, just a few days ago, we moved into our new home. And even right now, behind you, you see that I am filming in this sweet little room that I have designated as my place of peace. And for my family, and when I can share it with my friends, a place that as I situate the furniture and I try and envision how I want to decorate it. I want it to be somewhere that is a little oasis from the storms of life. And I remember in high school even, when uh, I was in a psychology class and I took a personality trait test, of course, and we were assigned groups according to our results. And out of a 20-something person class, nobody else tested as a peacemaker. I was the only one in my group. And so I guess 
seeking peace and creating peace is, is something that is kind of innate within me. But certainly in the current atmosphere and times, uncertain times, that we are in today, I don't think that peace is something that is tied to a personality or a trait. Because all of us, whether Christian or not, want to know that peace is as prevalent as the chaos that is overwhelming us and that is causing these unprecedented levels of fear and anxiety within us. So all I really want to do tonight is to share some passages of scripture that have encouraged me and taught me to expect the peace of God uh, when I find myself in a time of need and in uncertain situations. One of the most peaceful passages, in my opinion, in the entire Bible is Psalm 23. And so as I read aloud on my end of the screen, I invite you to recite Psalm 23 aloud with me because I know it's a very familiar passage of scripture in the Bible to a lot of us. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along bright paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemy. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I love the imagery of this psalm that the psalmist paints for not only the situation he finds himself in, but also how he paints the presence of the Lord and the peace that God brings in his circumstance. Specifically uh, for tonight, because our devotional is about peace, how verse 5 that says, You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. This is the psalmist speaking from his circumstance that is threatening and that is uh, a near attack by his enemies right outside his door. But he speaks of the presence of the Lord in this peaceful way. And it reassures me that it is possible to experience peace in the midst of any circumstance. And I say and emphasize any circumstance because we find ourselves, and this is my word tonight, in unprecedented times in our history, in our nation, and around our world. And the psalmist experiences this great peace from the Lord, not as a result of a lack of threats, but as a result of being in the presence of the Lord while in the midst of his 
circumstances that are threatening his peace. We too are promised peace in the presence of the Lord. And this is the peace that we can seek. And this is the peace that we can expect from God that will bring us uh, peace during this time that threatens not only the security of our today, but the uncertain, the uncertainty of our future. There's a New Testament passage where Paul is speaking to the Philippian church about the peace of God in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. Don't worry about anything, Paul says. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me. Everything you have heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. We find Paul instructing the Philippian church and encouraging them in this way because the context of chapter four is about what to do in times of suffering. And Paul gives these practical ways for the church to approach these times and respond in these times. So by the time we get to verse six, where I was reading, Paul reminds us that as Christians, we are not to be anxious or fearful about anything but instead to bring our needs to God. Our recurring verse that we've been hearing this week out of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, says that we are not given a spirit of fear. And these verses in Philippians chapter 4 reiterate that very same message, that we're not to have fear or anxieties because the peace of God protects. In fact, that we too can experience the peace that goes, as Paul said, beyond our understanding, if we tell God what our need is. And so Paul encourages the church to focus on things that are good. And what are these things that are good? Paul says, it's all the things that you've learned and received and heard that I taught you. And so this is what I'm encouraging us to do as well. And specific to Newark UPC tonight, I'm speaking to you, that uh, we should think on all that we have been reading and hearing and discussing and learning, not only from our worship services, but also from our small group discussions and from any of our discipleship classes. Because what Paul is saying is, it's during these times of uncertainty that when we're overwhelmed with the what ifs and we're overwhelmed with the thought of what will tomorrow bring, what will tomorrow's news bring, that in these times of uncertainty, we are provided with the opportunity as Christians 
to apply what we've been hearing and what we've been learning. Essentially, Paul's encouraging us to distract ourselves. We often think of distractions as something that is kind of negative. You know, distractions are usually something that causes us to focus on things that are of uh, lesser importance. And we're usually, you know, it's usually, oh, don't focus on that. You're being distracted by that. You're not focusing on what truly needs to be give, given attention. But in these uncertain times that we find ourselves and where the Philippians were finding uh, themselves, a distraction is a welcomed thing. And Paul says, what you distract yourself with are the good things of God, the things that are true and honorable and pure and lovely. All the things that we know and all the things that we've learned, this is the time to apply them in our Christian life. Not only to ourselves, but help others to do that as well. Encourage and strengthen each other with the things that we know because they're the things that we've learned. Because Paul says it is then that we will experience the peace of God. So the reason I chose Psalm 23 and the verses out of Philippians chapter 4 is because they both point to this truth, that there's peace in the presence of God, and that peace is a promise to those who seek his presence. Yes, we are certain to, certainly experiencing some unprecedented times. And even today, I saw a post on Facebook about uh, specifically the restaurant industry and mom and pop shops that many, many people around the nation have been let go of their jobs because it is not sustainable in our current economic state. And there's too many unknowns. And so lots of restaurants and uh, small businesses have had to shut their doors and they've asked their people to go file for unemployment. This wasn't, I'm sure, in anybody's plan. Nobody's future is to plan for uh, losing a job or to not having an income. But even in the midst of this uncertainty, we as Christians can put our hope in the Lord and we're thankful for that hope. And we can expect to experience God's peace in un unprecedented ways as well. It's not only the anxiety and the fear that we can expect to experience on unprecedented levels, but it's God's peace too. I'd like to invite you to uh, pray a closing prayer with me and just ask that God continue to bless us by encouraging us in his word. Lord, I'm thankful, God, for the peace that exceeds all understanding. I'm thankful, God, that we know the peacemaker tonight and we're able to call on that name and to share our needs with you, Lord, and to share our needs with one another, Lord, what we're feeling and experiencing and what, Lord, we expect from you, Lord, is what we've learned 
and what we've heard tonight out of Psalm 23 and out of Philippians chapter 4, that in your presence we can have peace. It's not that the circumstance has disappeared just yet that brings us peace. It's your presence. It's finding ourselves in that presence of the Lord that we can find peace. Help us, Lord, to continue to encourage ourselves, strengthen ourselves, and root ourselves in your timeless word. And Lord, help us to share it with one another as we experience these times together. We thank you, Lord, for your word tonight and ask that you bless each of us until we meet again. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for joining me this evening, and don't forget to join us again same time tomorrow at 7 p.m.